Welcome to Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses and I thank you so much for taking the time to tune in this evening. Whether you are listening live now uh, while this uh, program is being broadcasted or um, whether you get to listen to it sometime in the future uh, via our podcast on Anchor, I thank you so much just for allowing God uh, to make this appointment with you this evening. Because that's really what it is. It's my divine appointment to come and hear what God has to say to you. Um, for those of you that don't know much about this ministry, I just want to inform you that uh, Testify Ministry is essentially a radio program that is also broadcast as a podcast. And uh, we invite guests to tell their story, to tell their testimony of what God has done in their lives, the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, as well as um, what God has done in terms of transforming you, transforming your life, transforming your marriage, your mindset, um, or just to glorify him in all that he is. And so this evening's program is no different. I will be doing a reflection this evening on just something that I have encountered lately. I don't have a guest this evening. Um, but I have been exposed to so many testimonies and uh, wonderful preachers and speakers this past week that uh, I just felt compelled to share certain things with you. But if you do want to be a guest on our program sometime in the future, please reach out to me via our social media pages on Instagram or on Facebook, or you are welcome to contact me on 082 Three five one three two three nine. I will repeat my number again at the end of this program, but it is zero eight two three five one three two three nine. Send me a WhatsApp, send me an SMS, call me, and let me know if God has placed the desire on your heart to share your testimony with others. Remember, your testimony can save somebody's life. And so this evening. I want to actually do that. I want to share a little bit of my testimony over the last couple of weeks. So um, we've uh, relocated to Cape Town several months ago, as you may know. Yes, we've been living in George for eight years. Uh, and then we God called us back to Cape Town, which is our home city, um, predominantly for work. Um, but it was quite a personal challenge 
in terms of obeying God. And I'll be really, really honest about that because we were not ready to move back. But so many things happened and unfolded and we just could not deny God's calling. And uh, God called me to work for a Christian-based uh, ministry or Christ-centered ministry in Cape Town. And I was so excited, so, so, so excited to be called to work full-time in ministry. Um, yes, that was my desire, even when we moved to Georgia and we started this radio program. But uh, yes, it was only the radio programs, only a once a week commitment. But I was called into other aspects of ministry within my own home parish of St. Vincent Pilati, then also uh, interdenominationally across all the other um, uh, Christian denominations while sitting and serving on uh, the interdenominational uh, Christian forum in Pucklesdorf and across George. So I was really thankful for that. And then things happened, COVID hit, um, I needed to find a means of earning an income. Uh, Rodney wasn't working, that's my husband, for those of you that don't know. Um, and uh, God opened this up, or at least uh, invited me into this work opportunity in Cape Town. And so coming to Cape Town uh, a year ago, exactly, I can't believe it, but it's a year ago, 1st of October, um, you know, it was quite a transition. I was commuting between George and Cape Town literally on a weekly basis, every single weekend, up and down, sometimes uh, um, every second week, but most of the time it was every week. It was a financial strain. It was a strain on my energy and so much more. Um, but I knew that it was part of God's purpose. Coming again to the point where we needed to make a decision as a family about whether we stay in George come to Cape Town, same story, God's calling, um, just saying over and over to us with the whole host of things that was happening that it was time to move. I can't say that we were kicking and screaming, uh, you know, in terms of no, not wanting to listen to God, but it was, it wasn't easy. It definitely was not easy letting go of the friendships, um, the comfort, uh, the house we were renting in George my daughter's school she was going to, and so forth. But we knew that we needed to come. But whilst here also in all of this, stepping into the new job, so much is happening that I've become quite overwhelmed um, with responsibilities, not just myself, uh, but even within our family, you know, um, our daughter adjusting to a new school and so forth. And even at work, we've been going through a lot of transition. And I find that it's not only me and my family, but many people I speak to seems to be in the season where it is so busy. I don't know if it's us trying to find our balance again, our equilibrium or our sort of new normal, um, but definitely there has been this challenge or there is this challenge of busyness and feeling consumed and feeling like you know there's no energy or, or the energy gets drained from one quite quickly and I had to voice this I had to voice this to my family I had to voice this um, to my managers and you know it's things that needs to be spoken we, we, we can't hold on to things like that because then we end up um, you know becoming resentful and anxious and fearful and um, all the negative things comes out 
But in this past couple of weeks, I would say mainly two weeks, God has truly spoken to me. And he led me to the verse in Exodus, Exodus 3, verse 2, where Moses comes before the burning bush. And the verse says, There an angel of the Lord appeared to him in fire flaming out of a bush. As he looked on, he was surprised to see that the bush, though on fire, was not consumed. And this is Moses coming, you know, he was in the desert and um, uh, oh, this is the story of the burning bush where God appeared to him in the burning bush. But what the words or the phrase that drew my attention was, though the bush was on fire, it was not consumed. And in my spirit, I was reminded of the fact that even though I feel like I'm in my dream job, which I know I am, I am in my dream job. I'm working for a Christ-centered organization. I'm in a space where I know I can make a difference. Um, my family is in a good space at the moment. We've moved back to Cape Town. We can see God's hand in it. I've still been feeling overwhelmed. And I feel tired most of the times. I feel like there's so much to do and so little time. And this, this verse reminded me that though I am meant to be on fire for the Lord I should not be consumed and so I've had to start asking myself some questions why then do I feel like this and dear listeners that's what I want us to reflect on this evening as I said I know it's not just me I know it's not just in my family even my daughter's feeling overwhelmed this time of the year heading towards um, you know the last term for final exams and having had so many things in this transition I want to invite you this evening, dear listener, that if it is you, if you are feeling consumed, if you are feeling tired, if you are feeling that you have got no energy, even though you want to make a difference in this world, even though you want to be on fire for the Lord, even though you want to live into your purpose or you are doing that, but you are feeling so burnt out. I want to invite you this evening to spend some time with the Lord and to hear what he has to say. So I just want to remind you that God expects us to accept his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as our savior. He expects us to give our lives to him and in so doing develop the character of Christ that God wants us to become. He wants us to become more like Jesus. So if in your daily life you aren't striving for that continuously, I want to invite you this evening to come and be filled up. And that is what I'd like to title this reflection this evening. To be filled up. Come and be filled up. To invite the Lord to fill you up. I'm going to say a prayer. And after this prayer, we're going to go to our first song. Usually I say the prayer at the beginning. But I needed to have this introduction before going to this prayer. Because I want to invite you to say this prayer after me. And as we go into this first song, to also then worship with the song. Worship in terms of um, what these words have to offer. Worship in terms of taking it on and allowing the glory of God to come over you once again to fill you up. 
because the song was called Fill Me Up by Tasha Cobbs. But before we listen to that, let's utter this prayer and I invite you to repeat after me. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, the responsibilities of this world consumes me and makes it difficult for me to see you. I feel like I have been out of focus and asleep for so long. Lord, I need you now. Wake me up and return me to the land of the living. I need you to fill me with excitement once again. Please awaken my spirit. Help me figure out where you want me to go and what you want me to do according to your will. I know that if I follow you, I can find peace. Lord, empty me of me so I can be filled with you. Amen. Come on, let the sound of worship be released from your lips tonight. Come on, raise it now. Oh, that's good, y'all. Raise it, raise it. Bye-bye. 
for compactulousness. You are listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. That was Fold Me Up by Tasha Cobbs. And as I said, this evening, our reflection is truly on looking at our state of being, looking at where you are, you as an individual, me as an individual. God is inviting us this evening to call upon him again and to be filled up with him. So this past week, um, I've had the privilege of attending quite a few uh, talks, uh, devotions, prayer sessions with different speakers, different preachers, sometimes the same speakers and preachers across the, um, you know, uh, some of these events uh, we've been having at work. And um, there's a common theme that's come through. And the theme is that we need to live our life passionate for God, passionately for God, almost in a way of being foolish. Um, and it doesn't matter, dear uh, uh, listener, um, you know, where you are in your faith at the moment. And at the moment, I'm truly speaking to everybody, whether you've accepted Jesus Christ in your life or whether you haven't. Because even if you have, your spirit might be waning. Your connection to the Lord might be waning. And for you that have not said yes to the Lord, I invite you in this moment to say yes to Jesus. I invite you to accept him. But you see, even when we accept Jesus into our life, and we, we, we put ourselves forward to say, I want to be more like you, it doesn't mean that life is going to be easy. We are called to step into this world and be channels and vessels for God. In the Bible it says that God Almighty made a choice among all the people he created and set them apart. Set them apart. You have to believe, dear listener, that you have been set apart. But what have you been set apart for? You know what? All of us have been set apart for the same purpose. All of us. Doesn't matter where you live, doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter your background, your color, creed, your race, your family situation. All of us have been set apart. We have been set apart to execute the important purpose of his providence. We have been set apart, we have been chosen to this high destiny. Yes, it's a destiny, dear listener. It's a destiny for us to be extraordinary for us to hold account of who we are in Christ. The merit goes to God, but his kingdom needs to be fulfilled through us. God wants to illustrate his glory through us as his vessels, as his beings. Just the same like he did with Moses when he called him in Exodus 3, when he called him there at the burning bush, he said, when the Lord saw him coming over, when Moses walked towards that burning bush, the Lord said, and the Lord called him out. The Lord called from that burning bush and said, Moses, Moses. So this evening, dear listener, I want you to realize that God is calling you. He's calling you by name. We are not meant to be complacent. We are not meant to just sit back and receive the blessings and receive the favor. 
We are meant to be in service to the Lord. So that bush was consumed with the glory of God. And God invites us to be consumed with his glory. He invites us to be that light for him in this world. And so he called from that bush, Moses, Moses, just like he's calling you. Whatever your name is, I want you to put your name in there because he's calling you. And Moses answered, here I am. So I'm asking you, are you saying yes to the Lord? Are you prepared to say yes for the Lord? And if you have said yes to the Lord, where are you in terms of serving him? Are you someone that just goes to church on a Sunday and sits in that bench and I'm dancing for the Lord and I'm in the spirit and I'm declaring his name um, and I'm serving here in the church just in service. But the minute service is over, the minute mass is over, the minute you know, you've been filled by the word of what God has to say. You walk out that door and that threshold is like stepping into another world and you become another person. That is not what God is asking of us. God is asking us to take Christ with us, to take him with us, that we need to go out into the world and be his disciples. It's not just the Sunday thing. We need to be living for God Every single day of the week, every single moment of our lives, we need to be consumed by him, not burnt out by him, not burnt out by working for him and being in service of him. But we are meant to be on fire, passionately on fire. So this evening, dear listener, I want to ask you, are you once again prepared to say, that you are willing to serve the Lord. God will not leave you alone. It says in verse 8, Exodus 3 verse 8, I have come down to rescue them. I have come down. The Lord says he will come down. He came down for Moses then to help him on that big task that he's helping to do. He again will come down and he will be there to help you. You are his chosen one. I am his chosen one. We are his chosen one. At no time is the church meant to be just the leadership. Just the leadership doing, you know, the work within the church. Or just the work within mass or within service on a Sunday. We are meant to be in service to him every single minute of our life. And so, this is a reminder this evening, dear listeners, that we need to step into that. That at no time were the leaders um, of the church expected to do it by themselves. Not then and not now. And so, the calling upon your life is a serious one. It is a very serious one. And I want you to be reminded of that through this next song. I want you to be reminded of that as you listen to these words of the song. And the song is called Here Again by Reva Henry.
Oh, what a beautiful song. So just before we went to that, I was talking to you, dear listeners, about once again saying yes to the Lord, once again saying yes to say that just having accepted Jesus is not enough, that we need to step in. You need to be able to live for the Lord. We need to be in service to the Lord. That song was called Here Again by Riva Henry. And I just want to go back to that word. It says, can't go back to the beginning. Can't control what tomorrow will be, bring. But I know here in the middle is the place where you promise to be. So yes, even though we feel like we don't have what we what um, you know what God might require of us. We might not have the money. We might not have the resources. Um, we might not have the skills. That is not what God is looking for. He's just looking for a willing heart. But you can't go back to where you were because you know what God has done for you. You know what the saving grace of, of, of Jesus Christ has done for you in your life. And you've got to take that to others. So you can't go back to the beginning. You can just be, you, be where you are now and you can believe in the promise that God has for you. Yes, you are not enough unless you come. You are not enough on your own. You need Jesus to be able to fulfill his ministry. Now, one of the things that's come through over and over again uh, in this last week um, and last while for me is that the feeling that um, the church elders and church leaders are feeling like they have to carry the burden, that they are on their own. Even at work, I must be honest with you, there are certain people, you know, that are doing all the work that are all in, that are all in, that are, um, you know, radical for Jesus, that are passionate for doing things for Jesus. And then there are others that are sitting on the sidelines. The Lord is calling you out and saying it's no it's not good enough to be sitting on the sidelines. He wants you in service. If you have got something on your heart that breaks your heart, if you look around your neighborhood and you see the poverty, if you look around your neighborhood and you see the gangsterism, if you look around your neighborhood and you see kids playing in the street with no purpose, that's got, um, you know, adults that aren't supervising them. If you have seen the elderly, and see how lonely they are. Is there something that your heart is breaking for? That is the compelling reason that God is calling you to step in. You've got to step in and you've got to step up. Because we all need to do this together. It has never been for anyone to do it on their own. Yes, it's not easy. And if you are doing it, yes, you might be feeling um, consumed. You might be feeling that... You are low on energy. How can I go on? Tonight I want to encourage you that you just need to ensure that you keep your eyes focused on the Lord. He will fulfill His promises. He will come through for you for that person that you've prayed for. He will come through for you to give you the resources that you need for your ministry. He will come through for you if you need the healing or if you're praying for someone that needs healing or for your marriage. Whatever it might be, the Lord is in this place. The Lord is in your heart. The Lord is with you. Call upon Him. Call upon Him. Let He awaken the dry bones that's within your spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to come in and step up and step in service to Him. Um, I'm going to go now to Acts chapter 6. 
um, our founder of the Message Trust, Andy Hawthorne, has been preaching on this several times this week. And I just found, you know, more and more of us need to hear this. Because even though we might feel that we are doing what we are called to do, we might be low on energy. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason. You know, we might not be drawing from the well. We might not be um, spending enough time with the Lord because we're too busy doing, you know, um, in terms of doing the tasks instead of drawing from the well of the Lord. And yes, doing those tasks can mean that um, you get consumed, you get depleted. And so Acts chapter 6 gives an understanding also that you also need to delegate. You need to find those people to delegate to. You need to be able to trust them. Because let's be honest, sometimes as leaders, we don't trust others enough to pass the responsibility onto them. And that could be one of the reasons why you are feeling depleted, while you are feeling that um, you no longer have the energy to carry on. And so this evening, I would like to remind you of that. So going to Acts chapter 6, it speaks here about um, calling others to come and assist. So I'm going to chapter 2. No, let's start at chapter 1. Um, let's start at verse 1. Acts chapter 6 verse 1. At that time, as the number of disciples continued to grow, the Hellenites complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. I want to pause there and I want to ask you, who in your sphere is being neglected because you don't have the time to step in? Who in your sphere of influence, in your community, in your work, in your country, in your neighborhood, in your church is being neglected because you don't have the time or the energy or there's no one to step in? Verse 2. So the twelve called together the community of the disciples and said, It is not right for us to neglect the word of God to serve at the table. So yes, we are not meant to neglect the word of God. We should be drawing strength from the word of God. But some of us are meant to preach and some of us are meant to serve. If we also try and you know, serve in terms of serving at the table, in terms of being the hands and feet on the ground. Some of us are mean to bring the word, but sometimes all of us want to be bring the word of God, but not serve. So brothers, select from yourself seven reputable men, filled with the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we shall appoint to this task, whereas we shall devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So yes, we are being called Always pray and always fill ourselves up with the word of God. It doesn't matter if you are the preacher, the one going out, or if you are the one that's in serving those people in your different ministries. You are meant to, first of all, make sure that you are um, filled up with the Holy Spirit and that you stay in prayer. But remember that we are called. So I want to ask you this evening, if you have said yes to the Lord, but you're still sitting on the sidelines, why? Why are you still there? You are needed. You are needed to step forward. You are needed to say, not just, yes, Lord, here I am, 
Yes, that's what Moses said. He said, here I am. But then it became difficult and God put the task in front of him. What did God say to him? God said to him, I want you to go and release my people. And he said, who, me? How can you expect me to do that, Lord? How can you expect me? I have a problem with my speech. Who, me? I've got a problem with the Egyptians. Do you not remember? I can't go. I can't be the one that's, that, 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 to, to do this. Is that maybe where you find yourself? Are you questioning the Lord like Moses questioned the Lord? Knowing what your calling is? That's a question that only you can answer. But if God is calling you, he will provide the resources. He will provide the means to do so. He provided Moses with a staff. He provided Moses with Aaron at his side and the other elders at his side. So it's up to you to say yes and step up into that. Allow the Lord to use you. You've got to keep your ministry hot. To keep your ministry hot, you've got to be connected to the word. Whether you're preaching the word or whether you're serving, you've got to be connected to the word. You have to draw from the well where you get your source of energy from. And that is the word of God. Maybe that's why you're feeling depleted. Because you are not spending enough time in the word. I'm just saying. I'm just asking. Also, you've got to ensure that you get strengthened by prayer. Now going back to Acts chapter 6. After um, the disciples came forward to, to choose the individuals to come forward in service. They chose seven. So the proposal was acceptable to the whole community. So they chose Stephen, a man full with faith in the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Pro -pro oh my goodness me that word, Prochorus, uh, Nicanor, Timon, Hermias, and Nicholas of Antioch. I might have just said those names wrong, but it was seven of them. They presented these men to the apostles. And what happened? The very first thing that happened, they prayed for them and they laid hands on them. So if you are needing to be strengthened, you need to go and ask someone also. Ask the elders to lay hands on you. Ask your prayer partners to pray for you. But you need to get filled up. You said yes. Here I am. Allow God to send you. So let's get some inspiration from our next song, which is Send Me by Jim Johnson featuring Chris Ukwelala.
that your plea to the Lord this evening? Are you prepared to allow the Lord to send you? So yes, you might be in ministry already, but you might be feeling so depleted and so weak and so dispassionate. That's not what God wants from you. He's there for you to draw from. He's there to say, it doesn't matter, you know, um, whether you have the resources or not. He's the one that provides it. So if you've said yes to him already, trust that God's promises will be fulfilled. And if you haven't said yes to him, if you're one of those individuals that just goes to service on a Sunday, to mass on a Sunday, to the prayer meetings, but you're not in active service to him, God is saying to you, he's not satisfied that you're sitting on the sidelines. You've got to step You've got to step up so that he can use you. That thing, I'm just recapping about what I was saying, uh, what, this, what I've been reflecting on through this program um, as I'm wrapping up the program this evening. But it is about that. If you've got this compelling um, cry in your heart, if you've got this compelling uh, thing that's breaking your heart, whatever it is, you see the poverty around you. You see the drugs. You see the 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 the, the children that are uh, that that doesn't have things to do in the afternoon or, or during the day because the parents aren't home. If you see addiction, alcoholism, um, individuals that are lost in this world, and your heart is burning for them, God is calling you. It doesn't matter. If, it doesn't matter if you're wealthy or if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you're educated or not. Those seven men that were called in Acts 6 that I referred to earlier, some of them were unschooled. In actual fact, they were unschooled. But they were courageous and they were bold in their faith in 
standing for Jesus. And so if you know that that is what's breaking your heart, dear listener, I want to say to you this evening, God is calling you. He wants to use you for his glory. He wants to send you. And he wants you to trust him that he will give you everything that you need to do it. But there's one other thing that we need to realize. That when we come before him, to ask him to fill us up, but to fill us up to overflowing with him, too often we come before him and we ask him to deal with our problems. What he's inviting us to do this evening, I say us because I include myself, is that he, he wants to invite us to fill, he wants us to invite him to fill us up, to overflow for him. Forget your problems. God will take care of it. God's got you. He will take care of it. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the kingdom to come and not the things of this world. It might sound this evening to you, dear listeners, as if I'm saying it with such confidence and it's easy for me. It's not. It's not. But I stand on the promise that I know God is with me. He said it to Moses in Exodus 3. He said it to so many of his disciples, to so many of the prophets. And he's saying it to you and me this evening. That he is with you. If he's sending you, he is with you. So in Exodus 6 verse 12, God answers Moses and he says, he answered him and he says, I will be with you and this shall be the proof that it is I who have sent you. When you bring my people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this very mountain. So I want to say God is calling you to bring his people out of Egypt, out of the Egypt that, that, that you see around you, the Egypts of addiction, the Egypts of poverty, the Egypts of homelessness, the Egypts of broken marriages, the Egypts of broken bodies suffering um, in pain. He's calling you to lead his people out. And he's saying to you, he's promising you, you will worship me on this mountain because I am with you and you will see the proof by saying yes to me and allowing me to use you. And so I want to end off this evening with the same prayer with which I started the program. And I hope once again that you say it with me and allow God to fill you up. The song that we're gonna that I'm playing out with this evening is called Oceans Where Feet May Fail. Again, a reminder that you may not succeed in everything, but don't forget that there's an outstretched hand towards you. All you need to do is grab it. But if you feel yourself sinking, if you feel yourself losing your passion for what you're doing, God is calling you and saying, I'm with you. I have what you need. You're on a mission for me. If you allow me to put everything, if you allow yourself to put everything aside and allow me to fill you up, I will be there for you. And so, we close off this evening again with the same prayer 
with which I started the program. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, the responsibilities of this world consumes me and makes it difficult for me to see you. I feel like I have been out of focus and asleep for so long. Lord, I need you now. Wake me up and return me to the land of the living. I need you to fill me with the excitement once again. Please awaken my spirit. Help me figure out where you want me to go and what you want me to do according to your will. I know that if I follow you, I can find peace. Lord, empty me of me so I can be filled with you. Amen. Good night and God bless dear listeners until we meet again next week.
Passando festa e 